2: This is an special report. Now reporting. The
3: very handsome Jewish man, Peter Rosenberg.
2: at six.
0: When the clock struck six, it meant one thing. Can I just say one thing, Don? Sure? Um, you're not Don. It stands up, uh, But it's Don. not now
2: from the ESPN New York News Desk, here's Rosenbaum, or whatever that guy's name is. The one of your show is number one. <laughs>
0: Welcome hello to ENN. Ray Rowe. That's right. I'd like to start off today by saying good evening to Michael. There's a big um, difference between a grown and a bull. A bull. A <laughs> boo. what? Oh, wait. There you go. A boo.
3: I just realized it and wasn't Seinfeld. It was, it, was, it was Seinfeld, right? A boo. Or that was Babu.
0: I don't even know anymore. That was Babu, I think. Oh, you're falling apart. Good evening to you. Yeah. I've yeah. pulled drunk. It's true. And good evening to myself. Adolis Garcia with a solo shot. Blue Jays. Oh, two-run shot. Sorry. Rangers, I should say, up 5-3. 4-3. Three. Three. No, is it 2-run? Oh, it's 4-3 now? They were down 3-2. They were down 3, they two. Were down three. <laughs> <That> <laughs> literally, It's literally. I did not think at first it would. It could be even on the level. Right. Of 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 your of the Weddle drop, but it's it's literally it almost follows the exact same yeah, pattern.
3: It does. It's um, crazy. And also, what is this now? Like three, four days in a row without a drop from
0: Peter? No drop. Yeah, no. Yeah, I, I don't mess up. I don't. I don't make mistakes. Could uh, uh, Anthony, do you mind real quick just to celebrate the weekend? Can we hear back to back Don's Weddle first, followed by the my version of the Weddle drop? former Raven replied Or current Raven. Hey. Oh, like the game he's, doesn't need him. Sorry, he's a Charger now. He's a Charger. Now. Oh, no, he's a Ram. Adolus Garcia with a solo <laughs> shot, Blue Jays. Oh, two-run shot. Sorry, Rangers, I should say up 5-3. 4-3. Three. Three. No, it's a two-run. Oh, it's 4-3 now. They were down 3-2. They two. were down 3 It wouldn't beat it, but it'd be invited to the party. Oh, uh, I mean, it would they'd they'd heads up, they'd have a hell of a matchup. I think you're right. I think I think yours would win. But, man, they're both very, very special. Outstanding. Um, Scott Van Pelt just posted a tweet that interested me, Don. I was curious if <laughs> you could explain. I, I, I did not have the game on. I just turned it on. He said, "Philadelphia scene this half inning is outrageous. Absolute mayhem in that stadium. What's going on? They're up 6 nothing. There you go. And I did it all happen
3: at in one inning? Um, I believe so. They're not trying to do a show, Peter. But then they just right, put it true. on after the Yankee. Well, and also the TV that has the Philly game on was where the Yankee game was. So, yeah, all right. in the third.
0: All in the third. All wow, all Andrew's th- Andrew's probably
3: holy crap.
0: Andrew's probably picking up a, a big handful of horse poop right now.
3: Was it worth it? Like, uh, yeah, Harper home run. That was a big. That was a a big one. Yeah, third inning was huge. Wow.
0: Big, uh what do, what do you think of what do you picture as the what do you picture as the classic atlanta braves hat
3: oh good question
0: because today they're wearing the just the really dark navy and the uh, white the, the, a
3: that white a but with a uh you know blue cap with the red brim. red trim right yeah a red brim is red that what it brim. is yeah that's what yeah. i think it is yeah now what I was yes. saying is, is, it worth it? Like it was a very emotional week last week for Andrew. We did. We this is our first full week without him. And we missed him terribly. Yeah. But a lot we of did. good things have happened with the Phillies since then. Yeah. Right.
0: So was it fair trade? I mean, listen, job for got, a Phillies run. He's got a Well, you know what makes it a fair trade, Don, is the the money he's making. But the uh,
3: we think these are connected he's, he's in got some a, way.
0: He's got a five and o football team. Yeah. And he's got a baseball team that all of a sudden is competing to maybe go play for the pennant so this is uh it's an exciting time for mr Gunlin. so was it worth it i uh, you listen you'd have to ask him all right and we will we will at some point um let not uh he's not uh dave but he's he's close We're in! let's go nobody's no, no, dave but he's a fan no, he's, he's pretty intense about it, for sure. Let's hear from Wink Martindale, who... Sure. We'll have to go up against his old team, the Ravens. Uh, about leaving the Ravens,
2: I think that it's just one of those things. I always believe that wherever you're at's where you're supposed to be. John and I had conversations way back, but you know, before they made the announcement of about where we wanted to be and what we wanted to do, and you know, I know there was going to be a lot of movement in the NFL, and I thought myself, and it has re-energized me, you know, for myself to go someplace new and try to build it again. And we're family, John and I are. It's it's it was nothing negative it was nothing it was just it was just time and when i say it's just time it was just time for both of us
0: now here's here's wink martindale and why he generally keeps his composure
2: what I tell the players all the time is what I owe you during a game is my composure. That's where I show you my athleticism, is keeping my composure. So you're always thinking about the next play. So there's some people who tell me I need to be more animated on the sidelines, and you're not going to be animated if you're thinking about the next play, what you're going to call next. It's like when you watch two people playing chess, if a guy makes a great move, he doesn't stand up out of the chair and chess bump somebody because he did it, you know, he's whatever.
3: Oh, you got to like what he's done. Yeah, but and, it's and, interesting and, the lateral move though, right?
0: You mean leaving for the same job elsewhere? Yes.
3: yes. no, nothing's no, wrong with it, but that's always going to be the question is is that you didn't you might have bettered your situation financially. I don't know, I'm not in his wallet, I didn't see his contract. But usually you see coordinators leave for head coaching jobs. Heck, sometimes well, they jump over the
0: coordinating jobs and you know go from special assistant to head coach in the NFL nowadays, but Giants let's, are happy to have him. Let's go to the flip side here from John Harbaugh about the priority of slowing down Saquon Barkley on Sunday.
1: He's got to be public enemy number one for us. You know, he's uh, A is probably Daniel Jones, but Saquon Barkley is definitely the, the main guy. He's pretty impressive.
3: He is. But is it sustainable? That's. I want it to be so bad. I just, is it sustainable? And also from a, a physical standpoint, remember – Barkley had to leave the game in London with a shoulder injury. He was limited in practice all week this week, although he's definitely going to play. So never mind the injury history that he has, Peter. Can he be a back that they can rely upon that kind of workload for a 17-game schedule? Now, Michael talks about the wide receivers coming back. Who exactly is coming back? I mean, Galladay, when he was healthy, wasn't doing anything.
0: Yeah, I know. That's the thing. It's like we talk about how many weapons they're missing, but even when they're full, yeah, it's mean, is... really, really. Shepard's the only name you can outright say you know is a right. contributor, and he's not.
3: He's the one that's not coming back,
0: right? So, uh, I, I I
3: love Barkley. You know that, and we and I and I've been saying I think he's going to have a big season because, of course, he is going to be the main contributor on this team. But can
0: can he can he get through the season without getting himself killed? I hope hey, speak, so. Speaking of Andrew Gunling earlier, can I can I give a quick plug for Andrew Gunling for something? Oh, please. Oh, you guys did this yesterday, and I missed it. Sorry. But, yes. It's well, a new day. Yeah, Andrew's uh, Caught Offside podcast has left ESPN, but it continues on. Him and J.J. Devaney, best soccer podcast you could ever listen to. And, of course, it's a World Cup year, so this is a great year to subscribe. So oh, I, I
1: love this guy.
0: Go search for Caught Offside wherever mm-hmm. You can find podcasts and subscribe to Andrew and JJ. They do a great job.
3: And I also mentioned yesterday, but you were not here, that JJ sent a nice tweet to myself, you, and Michael about uh, he enjoyed working with us and will miss us. I thought that was nice.
0: Yeah, he's a quality guy. I mean, listen, Michael. Of course, after the Charlie incident, it took a little time there, but I feel like they I feel like they got to the other side.
3: No. <laughs> Yeah, this is um, this is a flashback to yesterday. So it just shows you that even when you're not here, you know what we're talking about. Uh, of course, all it the came right up. things are being um, said here. Of course, it came but up. he did say he did say that um, he he regrets inviting him. Oh, still, yes, um. they shouldn't have invited him. And then the one guy that should not have been invited ends up you know hurt, inadvertently hurting his child.
0: Let's stay with the Giants for one more moment. Uh, we had Steve Young yesterday, and here's what he's seen so far from Daniel Jones this year.
1: They found Steve. a nice rhythm, and I loved what they did with Daniel. Daniel came off of play fix, hit number one, Could drop back. There was a couple of third downs, but most of them were off play action, quick hitting, make one decision, throw the ball or not. Don't belabor it. Don't wander around. Just hit the first guy and then get on the run and try to make a play, you know, and try to make something with your legs. Or keep it simple, you know, and kind of kiss, right? Keep it simple, stupid. Just like keep it right. simple, run the football, play great defense. It feels like that's going to get them some relevancy.
0: Well, you guys know how I feel. My 2.0 point pick, your New York Football Giants, for better or for worse. What what for better or for worse? What do you think of my pick there, don?
3: I like it. It makes sense. I I I'm going to stay away because uh, my my fandom is way in the way of this one. Yeah. Because that makes sense. my You're my heart is telling cuz my my head is telling me Done. You know, this there's not there's no great shakes with Baltimore and the way the Giants are playing. I mean, that's a that's a nice bet. That's a lot of points to be getting in your home building. Oh yeah, Get but then team, my heart's good, telling me, can I picture the Giants five and one? Because that's the kind of fan I am. I'm not like an apologist, and I'm not somebody that's always thinking the best. I'm thinking, can I wrap my mind around this team being five and one, beating Baltimore? Because then, what do they got next? Jacksonville. Then after Jacksonville, Seattle. Then a bye. Then Houston. Peter, can I? actually live in a world where the Giants can be, you know, 7, 8, and 1?
0: In a world. In a world. Let's talk Jets for a second. DJ Reed was on with DPH on Rothenberg earlier talking about just how special his guy Sauce Gardner is.
1: He's polished, man. I would just say I just think the sky is the limit for that guy. I think he could be the best in the league very soon. Very elite as far as just obviously you look at just his body build, 6'3, just the work ethic that he has every day, the mindset that he has. Um he he genuinely loves football. So like if you have a guy that loves football and then already has those elite characteristics on top of the talent that he has, I just think it's
0: it's just obvious that he's gonna be the best soon.
2: Wow. Yeah, I praise
3: this could be crazy. I mean I'm getting he is so good. And he's getting calls too. Like there have been a few plays where you're like, "Man, that might have been pass interference." Did he? Did he turn his uh, turn uh, his head around? But I, I think they respect him, and he's not getting beat. Now it's it's a long way to go before we start comparing him to Darrell Revis. But it's it's kind of got that feel to it, Peter. It does.
0: I, I I know. I he is starting to get calls already. He's treated like a like the guy already. It's 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 pretty wild now. Uh, one matchup, of course, you got to watch for this weekend when it comes to the Jets as they take on the Packers. The Battle of the Brothers, right? Jets OC, Mike LaFleur taking on Packers head coach and his brother, Matt LaFleur. Here's a uh, the Jets' Mike LaFleur on what this week is like in the LaFleur family. I talk to my brother the most out of anyone outside of my wife. And obviously my kids as you know, they're seven and five, so they don't have phones yet. But, you know, as I FaceTime, it, it goes straight to them. And, and then I talk to Matt quite a bit. I don't really talk to my folks until about Friday for obvious reasons. So I wouldn't really know. I'm sure that they're dealing with everything. I'm sure my wife's dealing with some stuff because I know she's traveling out there. But I'm just focused on going against this defense and putting her guys in a, in a good position. I truly mean that. Don, the answer basically is, come on, I'm a coach during a football season. You know I don't even care about family. <laughs> Who? What is family? <laughs> that is he, true. He, he said, like, he, it sounded like he thinks his wife is going out there. It's like it's like they don't even fully know. His wife could have different plans altogether. Well, I think He's not that's, even sure
3: I think he does this every week except for this week, Peter. I think that's what he was trying to say. Like, he talks to Matt every week on Monday, but this week he didn't because they're playing each other.
0: No, no, yeah, no, I heard that part too. But then at the end, when he's talking about his wife's plans, oh they're no, just they're not
3: even—they're not even married.
0: No, not during football season. He's <laughs> not married. during football. He's—I like, I think I have a wife and kids. I'm not 100% sure, not 100%. but they were there when I left. <laughs> it was August the last time I saw them. Yeah, it's—it's
3: uh, it's crazy. And Steve I sleep Young, right till noon. Steve Young uh, said yesterday that those situations, like former players taking on their old teams, former coaches—he said it's all overrated. It's interesting. Things change so much. He never understood why that was a thing. Now he also told a story which was hilarious. You might find funny that there was a time they were playing he thought Washington, he wasn't 100% sure that they script the first 15 plays and one of the offensive players left the script in their oh. hotel room and it ended up in the hands of the Washington football team. And they struggled in those first 15 plays. And he didn't find out that that happened until, like, years later. So he goes, when you have the plays, it's a different story. <laughs> but, you know, as far as, like, information, he says it changes
0: so much, it's it's way overrated. So yesterday during the Commander's Bears slog, Al Michaels talked about the Dan Snyder controversy and basically said that the NFL wants Snyder to sell.
1: It's not important to me. Okay, what's important to me are the guys in the room, and that's something I've been trying to do.
0: But- Come on, okay. Can we, when was, we have one Washington tragedy before the other. Okay. Yeah, let's uh, hold on everyone, slow down. Uh, <laughs> what I was gonna say was Ron Rivera then responded to what Al Michaels had to say during the game last night.
1: It's not important to me. Okay, what's important to me are the guys in the room, and that's something that I've been trying to establish. You know, I'm, I'm trying to get beyond all this stuff that's on the outside that's noise as far as I'm concerned. What I'm focusing on is the development of this football team. There's a group of young men in there that deserve better, okay, in terms of they, they should be acknowledged for what they've done, what they're doing. I don't want to get talking about something that I can't control anyways. I, I have no input. I have, I have nothing to do with that. What I want to do is everything in that room, and that's what I wish we could just stay focused on. And it's difficult, it's hard, but for whatever reason, we're going to stick to what's interesting, and that's playing football for our guys. But part, one of the
3: loud noises was him.
0: That's true. Although, and
3: as far as, a, for, as far as actual football is concerned, everything that's going on with Daniel Snyder and all that doesn't impact that room
0: as much as what Ron Rivera said about his quarterback. Uh, I agree. It's a good, that's a good take by you. Um, and then he went off on a little bit of a rant, uh, backing up the commanders. Let's hear Rivera.
1: I'm going to speak my mind for a second. For honestly, it, it's been hard. It really has. You lose four games in a row, and everybody wants to get you, get on you. And they've played their yeah. off. They have. They played their. Off for everybody mm. they come out and they show up they work hard all right they don't complain they hear all the stuff and they got to deal with it i get that and i respect them for that because they're resilient they come back everybody keeps wanting to say i don't want anything to do with carson well bull i'm the guy that pulled out the sheets of paper that looked at the analytics that watched the tape in the freaking we're uh, at indianapolis okay and that's what pisses me off because the young man doesn't deserve to have that all the time
0: i mean it's a listen ron he's i think ron rivera is a pretty good guy but this is absolute compensation, clearly. I mean, he, he's the one – he he's at a breaking point, Don. That's what I'm hearing. I'm hearing a guy who between all the outside noise with this team and uh, the bad play, I hear a guy who's kind of at his breaking point. Yeah, to the point where had Chicago scored late, oh, that would he have
3: a job today? And, and, and don't have, say no. I mean, Matt Rule
0: got fired. It's it's not crazy because now they'd not. be what one and five. They'd be one and five after losing to Chicago, and Tennessee back to back, at home, and yeah, one of those right, the at Tennessee home. game was home, right? Yep, that's right. Um, Carson Wentz though says he loves Rivera's passion. He's awesome. You know, I've had a ton of respect for him playing in this league for a while from afar, but getting to play for him um,
1: is even better. It's definitely special, and he's someone someone that I respect, and he's going to speak his mind, and he's going to be very direct and to the point, and, and in this business, that's, that means a lot. And I think guys love that about him, and, and he's going to he's going to be straight up and uh, very motivational. Guys respond
0: to him really well, and I have a lot of respect for him. I'm appreciative of him uh, for, what, for what he's done for me. Very nice, considering some of the things he said about you. Uh, but what are you going to do?
3: You're you going to hold a grudge? Like no. Michael likes to hold a grudge, laminated list. That, that makes you feel good, but you still have a season to go out there and play. These guys work their tail off. No, it's it's, it's to, true,
0: Don. To, to try to make up. things
3: happen, and can you can you afford Peter to just throw your coach under the bus after he threw you under the bus, and and and, and still have? you know 13 games or how many games would have 12 uh, 11 12 games left to still play I, you can't remember. do that
0: yeah, 11 games um wow it's going quick as always yeah, I it's let me let me just say uh i i have not been high on carson wentz a lot but i will say he has been uh, all the things people have said about him being sort of not classy in the past not being a great locker room guy he has generally said the right things at least uh this time around and with that ladies and gentlemen
2: Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com
3: slash network.
0: We go to the NFL's week six announcer lineup. 1 p.m. Let's start with your local games. The New York Jets at Lambeau to take on the Green Bay Packers on fox kevin burkhardt on the call keith
3: these are definitely not pumpkins
0: he'll be joined by greg olson aaron andrews and tom rinaldi also at 1 p.m you'll have the baltimore ravens at metlife stadium to take on the surprising four and one new york giants and for a game of this magnitude there's only one man for the call don's good friend ian eagle He'll be joined by Charles Davis and ah. the great Evan
1: Warren. The lobby is bustling. There is an energy here.
0: One o'clock. We stay there. We stay on Fox. We move to Fox, I should say. There you go. San Francisco at Atlanta. Wait a second. Hold Wait. on. No. Could it be? What? Do you know who this is? Who? Noah Eagle? Oh. He's fourteen years old. Is that his first? Yeah.
3: Hey, the L.A. Clippers are one thing. NFL football, it's quite. Wow. In it. He's done Nickelodeon. Does that count? For yeah, the he's playoffs? done
0: Nickelodeon. Does not this count. Is, no, it does not count. All right, young Noah Eagle. He'll be joined by Mark Schlereth. Lick my fingers <laughs> and touch it. And Christina Pink, aka the Make Pink Stink and the Stink <laughs> Connection. That's right. One o'clock, CBS. Bill Belichick brings his New England Patriots after a route victory last week into Cleveland Town. To, I think, somewhat surprising Cleveland Browns team without Deshaun Watson. Kevin Harlan on the call. That guy is headed to the slammer. He'll be joined by Trent Green and Melanie Collins, which takes us to Indianapolis. Also, 1 p.m. A, a sort of surprising Jaguars team you know Dom, yeah. that's a game we have coming up for the Giants in a couple of weeks that you thought would be an absolute cakewalk and and now I don't think of no. the Jaguars that way
3: although they took a huge step back that game against Houston oh my god highest level over pug uh, again the only thing that was
0: missing was that it wasn't being played on Thursday uh Andrew Catalan on the call oh sure he is Andrew Catalan He'll be joined by James Lofton and Amanda Renner. We stay at 1 p.m. We go to Miami, Minnesota, a short favorite, two and a half points over the Miami oh, Dolphins. Thought about and this. You know who's on the call for this game, right, Don? Now this game is in Miami. But it's a Fox vehicle. But it's a Fox vehicle. Oh, yeah. Who is it? Oh, then that would be Kenny Albert.
3: Then
1: I usually play ping pong. I've been doing that for the last uh, week or so.
0: He'll be joined by Jonathan Vilma and Shannon Spaque. 1 p.m. New Orleans, the Bengals, Cincinnati comes to No. A short favorite as well. Gumble to Gumble, Greg Gumble on the call. He'll be joined by Adam Archuleta, Adam Golden Archuleta, and AJ Ross on the sideline. Stay at 1 p.m. for the last early game, the Tampa Bay or Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, <laughs> Yeah. What? What I say?
3: <laughs> Nothing. It's funny.
0: This my mom going. Oh, ah. so th- this is confusing here. So we don't know Anthony who's going to be the play by play.
3: My guess is that if the series that Joe Davis isn't doing, he would then be on the call, right?
0: Oh. But right so now it, we have
3: TBD asterisk.
0: Oh, a TBD on a late Friday, Peter. Ooh, you don't nervous I mean, you know time. What? I swear. I, I, I'm friends with the guy who is one of the big decision makers of Fox Sports. I think I'm going to drop a line and try to get the tip on this before the show's over. I got So know. what is, So what is Joe Davis doing? Well, listen, we, we know we have Moose Johnston and Pam Oliver. So that hey is now. But but there's no Joe Davis yet. We'll find out. We'll find out. We move to 4 o'clock. We stay on Fox. We go to Los Angeles where the Carolina Panthers are in town. Bear the dog loves the pan- The Rams Love giving them. 10 points. Kevin Kugler on the call, joined by Mark Sanchez. I'm never changing who I am. And Laura Oakman <laughs> on the sideline. Staying at 4.05, we go to a O Seattle, the Arizona Cardinals in Seattle for an NFC West clash that no one cares about. And Chris Myers. Uh, I have Chris Myers.
3: <laughs> I feel bad because I like him, but whenever you hint about the lack of care. Amazon oh, yeah, should change on. their name to Repug Prime. That's <laughs> I thought about it. He better be Amazon Grime.
0: He'll be. That's well done. He'll be joined <laughs> by Bob Smith and Jen Hale.
3: Bob Smith. Robert. That's Smith. a win. Robert Smith we from go the Cure. The, Robert Smith from the Cure is calling this game.
0: That's right. We well, now the, we're talking. You know what? I don't know. So we got. We, go we the got. The uh,
3: we we got one game that has no play by play guy. Robert Smith from the Cure is doing a game.
0: We go to 425. Only one 425-er this week, and it's a big one. The big daddy of the weekend. Gargantuan. The, the rematch from last year's AFC playoffs. Oh. Buffalo, two-and-a-half-point favorites at the Kansas City Chiefs. On the call, Jim Nance. Hello, friends. He'll be joined by Tony Romo. <laughs> and Tracy Wolfson, which takes us to the Sunday Nighter, a one that all of us will have our eyes on Is it in Big divisional matchup for the Giants. You got the Dallas Cowboys at the Philadelphia wow. Eagles. Gorgeous. 820 on NBC. Mike Tarico on the call. He'll be joined by Chris Collinsworth. I feel great. <laughs> and, and Melissa Stark. The Monday nighter, 8.15 oh. on ESPN. Keep putting In them La- on.
3: Keep putting them on prime time.
0: In Los Angeles. That's right. Another opportunity to see. Ayo, Seattle. The (laughs) repugnant Denver Broncos (laughs) against the L.A. Chargers. God, it's another divisional matchup that just feels disgusting. For a game like this, you need Joe Buck on the call. He's Joe Buck. He'll be joined by Troy Aikman. Come on, Daddy. And Lisa Salters. And that is your Week 6 NFL announcer lineup, and that'll do it for ENN on this Friday evening.